Hello and welcome to the Peaked Too Early podcast, the only duo in worse form than Liverpool and Chelsea. We're back after a short break with a special bonus pod during this cup weekend. Today we're doing our team of 2020 slash team of the season so far. And I'm joined as always by my lovely co-host Blake Munchell. I'm super excited for this one. And how have you been in the past couple of weeks? Blake? I am doing okay. I watched uh, Newcastle oh, yeah. play okay and still get beaten pretty handedly by mm. Arsenal in the FA Cup, although I've enjoyed the rest of the FA Cup so far, um, except for Marine losing yeah. to Spurs. Uh, I was just very watching sad. the highlights. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, uh, if you're a, you know, you know, it's like a literally a bunch of plumbers, so what, what a day for them despite the loss. Yes. Yeah, great. Great for them. They made like 200,000 bucks today, yeah, so exactly. I'm sure they're happy with their loss. And um, I am looking forward to watching West Ham tomorrow. We play... Who do we play? Stockport County? Stock something. Yeah, like League um, 2 Stockport. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, just Stockport, no county at the end of that. And yep. um, the chat, the chatter among fans is that David Moyes is going to play a super strong team, which no one is happy about because we have no players. Obviously, this is the first pod that we're doing since Sebastian Allaire was sold to Ajax in a shock 25 million pound move. So bye-bye Allaire. So much for my he'll score more goals than Joel Anton. Well, that might still be true, I think. Oh, yeah. Joe has two goals. Didn't Seb Allaire have three? So if he doesn't he, score yeah, yeah. for oh, the rest of the season. Oh, he made his debut for Ajax today. Apparently. Huh. I think he's going to crush it there i'm sure he will i mean it's not it's not a great league so yeah you know he's a good player okay so let's let's stop waffling yeah let's get into uh our teams of the season for well mine is for 2020 so far oscars is for the entirety of 2020 um and we're going to use this as a a way to talk about the differences and Slight, slight um, miscommunication on my part. That's, that's yes, but we're gonna take it and roll with it. Uh, I'm so excited. I love doing this yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, how do you want to do this? Yeah. Well. Uh, so, but, well, first of all, let's start with for- formation, and then do you want to just go player for player? I guess. Yes. So I'm uh, rocking. Moving backwards. I'm rocking a four-three-three attack. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing a 4-3-3, but I just have like three forwards, three midfielders, yeah, yeah. like no. Oh, well, okay, that works though. I mean, so we can just go literally player for player. We'll just go. It'll be fun. Okay. Okay. Did you, you have it? Ba- yeah, where, where do you want to go from? Start from striker. Oh, wow. And I've then, never done that before. Or do you want to go back forward? You know, I kind of do, but... Okay, look, you go I, first. Uh, okay. You know, Who's your I'll put my foot down. All right. Um, my goalkeeper is Emiliano Martinez. Shall I say why? I guess I'll say why. I don't really think you need to. I think. No, not really. But I mean, I just, you know, I did the research. So I'll just say a couple of things. I'm just putting him in primarily for the story. Also for the profile. He, has, he had the highest save percentage last season at 81%. Obviously, he didn't play that many games. He had a big cup final for Arsenal. And now, obviously, he's performing. Excellently at Villa. He has the most clean sheets so far this season with eight. And I just love the way he plays. 
He's very aesthetically pleasing. He's got great reflexes. And he's also like jacked, which is kind of fun. And yeah, that's Emmy Martinez straight in. Yeah. Um, I thought about uh, Emmy Martinez, mm. but I did not go with him. Then I okay. thought I would go uh, Vicente Guaita. Yeah, I, I thought um, too. Because I saw something from the Athletic um, about their. It was in their um, like ten stats that people misuse, and mm. one of the stats was save percentage, which is funny that mm. you brought up save percentage for Emmy. Yeah, Martinez. it was the only like impressive um, one I could find. So. Yeah. But uh, they have like whatever their. They were like, "Don't use that. Use this stat that we came up with instead." Um, okay. And at the top of their list, they had Vicente Guaita. Um, but I chose not to go with him okay. because I'm doing team of the season so far, which yeah. doesn't include last season, and does include one Carl Darlow. Darlow yes. England number one. Uh, <laughs> he should be on, on the current form. True. Yeah. Once upon a time, the most beautiful man in the Premier League since has cut his hair, which is a shame. But it is a shame. Uh, it's I, I think it really says something about how good he is and how bad Newcastle is that uh even when we lose three nil, he's usually man of the match. Um mm, like how yeah. many goalkeepers yeah. in the league can still get the man of the match after conceding a goal? Like normally it's like zero or one conceded. Um yeah. but no, he's been excellent. Yeah, he's been I, I mean he's Dubravka's back technically now, right? Wasn't he on he's yeah. been on the bench for a few matches, I think. So yeah. I mean you've got two as you always say, you've got three great goalies because you've got Alf what's his name? Woodman? Wood something? Yeah, Freddie oh, Woodman. Uh, Freddie Woodman out on um that's one thing. Cool. Um well yeah, I, good pick. Well I will say briefly, um well one, uh Dubravka made the return between the sticks for the FA Cup loss to Arsenal. Yeah. Um and while Darlow is a great. Uh, they're both great stop, sh- sh- stop shot, shot stoppers. Shot stoppers. Yeah, I always do that too. Uh, but Dubravka is so much better, like claiming crosses and stuff, and distribution. His distribution uh, is really nice. I mean, he's so good. Dubravka is so good. So it wouldn't surprise me if he comes back in soon. But I hope. I don't know. Maybe Carl Darlow will do an Emmy Martinez and move somewhere else and be the first team goalie. I hope he does because he's great. Yeah, okay, we'll then. see. Let's go to do right. You want to go to? Right back or okay. back? Wherever you want to go. I don't mind. <laughs> well, right back is going to be the one you laugh at me the most. Um, You'll probably laugh at me too. I've got, I've got, so my, this team of the season is sort of a blend of like objectively the best, my favorites, and like one or two breakout stars. So, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Then I think we might have said the same thing. Okay. Um, go on but then. also, I did sort of a, uh, a mishmash of defenders. It's more of a four defenders than a, Left back, yeah. center back, center back, right back. No, um, fine. That's what these things are. So, the way I have it written on here, I have Tariq Lamptey oh, so as I. my yeah. right back of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Although he um, has been a little quieter ever since well, he's he been suspended. Uh, he's been but, he's been injured and suspended. I think he picked up an injury after his suspension or something. I think okay. with Tariq Lamptey. Just it was a great decision for him to leave Chelsea. I'm so glad that he didn't stay there because he would have just been lost, like Fakayo Tomori, just lost in in all those star players, basically. Um, he's so small, 
but he's so good. I mean, he's so good. He's so he seems strong. Weirdly, he's super fast. He's really good on the ball. He's so he's just such a great outlet. I love I love watching him play. It's like very entertaining, and he's a right back. So, yeah, that's why he's in my team. A bright spot on a very bad Brighton team. Yeah, super bad Brighton team. We'll have to talk about that next week. Yes, most certainly. I also I have um, backups like a, oh, a oh, first nice. and a second. Wow. Um, I also have Matty Cash. Um, yeah, yeah. Just because I think he's super important to Villa. Um, like behind El Ghazi, Grealish, um, mm-hmm. Watkins, uh, like Matty Cash is providing so much attacking ability yeah. for them. Um, plus, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of expected him to flop, uh, and he's playing really well. So. So if we, if I had just done team of the season so far, I would have hundred percent put Vladimir so far, uh, oh, yeah. right back because we bought him for 5 million pounds and he, I mean, I've said it before. He just looks like he's been playing Premier League football for like five years. It's, I mean, he's, he's so good. So he definitely deserves to be there. Um, so he'll be on my bench. Who do you have in your back line? So I'll go with my first center back. Um, Angelo Ogbonna. Um, so yeah, my first West Ham player. He found his form again last season after a rough patch to put in the huge performances. He was one of the players that kept us up, I think. He was runner up behind Rise the Hammer of the Year. This season, he's just been one of the best center backs in the Premier League. He leads the league in headed clearances with 53, third overall in normal clearances with 79. He has a few goals. Um, he's so calm. He's He's cool, calm, collected. I love that phrase, um, which is something that never happens at West Ham, especially in the defense. And he's super consistent. Even in the crazy opening period of the Premier League, I thought when like great players like Imeric Lepore were being exposed and everything was chaos. And I also just love him. I think I honestly think he's he's so good. Um, and yeah, I, I I mean, for 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 a club of our stature, uh, he's excellent. Yeah. That's interesting he did not yeah. make my list no i mean i don't i wouldn't have thought so you don't like him but i was just you know yeah. i just want to stand up for him because i think he's really good yeah um okay. you introduce your other and then yeah, yeah, since i have right. like four so central defenders my other center back is fabinho um he throughout 2020 the year 2020 topped liverpool players to tackles with 64 and interceptions with 38 in the premier league stable calm um, he offers similar stuff to Virgil van Dijk, basically. Um, not, obviously, not in terms of the way they play, but the presence. Uh, he's a great ball-playing centre-back. And he's, he's a huge part in Liverpool's being able to fight for the title despite all these injuries they're having. So I think he's really impressive. Yeah. Um, so I also have a Liverpool player. Um, and even though he's only appeared five times in the Premier League this mm-hmm. season, okay, uh, I do have Virgil Van Dyke as uh, what? Okay, but because in my opinion, he's the best center back in the world. So I know, like in terms of like form for this season, like he wouldn't okay. make the team of the season. But I, I think he's wow. Okay, a top four player in yeah, any yeah. position in the I world wait, hang on hang on i didn't put him in i didn't put him in because of the injury otherwise i probably would have but he was 
poor at the beginning of this season. I like, mean, even when he did play. So, yeah, for us, we yeah. should have uh, established more rules. Uh, yeah, I but guess so. That's fine. Fine. I just think it'd be like criminal to uh, not include okay. Virgil Van Dyke. That man terrifies me. Yeah, no, I get that, but uh, we can argue about it afterwards at the end. But I just, I thought that even like even with your like team of the season so far, I just don't see how he can go in. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll talk about that later. Who's your who's your okay. other center? So I have two real ones who probably deserve. One of these can go over Van Dyke if it upsets you. So, um, <laughs> one, uh, and it got him a new six-year contract with Southampton. Uh, Jan Vestergaard. What a six-year contract! Oh my god. Yep, he's now yeah, the he's highest-paid the- player at Southampton, and they have him tied up for six years. That's um, amazing. Which talk about a uh, like psycho killer of a player? Um, oh my god. He looks like he's gonna murder somebody yeah he's so it's this the sunken eyes i think he's he looks um, uh fantastic uh, his haircut it's like one of the rare occasions where someone who cuts their long hair looks better um when they've cut their uh, hair. i mean jeff hendrick with short hair is so much better looking than with his long hair yeah no he he looks i feel like he looks so much more stable as a player <laughs> with short hair it's the long hair that like made him bad that's my theory but yes. Yeah, uh, I also have uh, Roman Saiz uh, oh. because, yeah, he's been playing center back for Wolves, yeah, I think, due to injury, and he's been very good. Oh, nice. I, I, um, Roman Saiz is one of those players that I don't like for no reason. I like him because John Joe Shelby racially abused him. Um, so oh. it's like, oh. I hate John Joe Shelby. I hated him before the racial abuse, uh, and then like afterwards, no, I'm terrible. like, well, this is just another reason I should support okay. Roman Saiz. Okay, well, I like Roman Saiz now, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then my final uh, player, like my second honorable mention, is Tiago Silva, um, because he hasn't always been great for Chelsea, but last season Chelsea were calamitous in defense. Mm, um, yeah, and He's a, a true captain. He is getting goals and assists, and uh, he's calm, like like yeah. you say, calm, cool, collected. Um, and I thought Chelsea were really going to blow it this season um, by spending all their money on forwards um, and like defenders who can't defend, like Ben Chilwell. But um, yeah, Thiago Silva, pretty Thiago good. Silva. Okay, he's free, right? Yeah, he was on a free. Yeah, that's crazy. It is crazy. So okay, I'll I'll slot in at left back then. So I didn't I didn't go for like you know just, this is probably like Loki a laughable pick because I would have definitely gone with just like three centre backs. I should have just been more imaginative, but I just put Andy Robertson in. I know you hate him. Um, some of his stats are interesting though. He leads the league in passes. He leads the league in touches. Obviously, he crosses the ball. All the time it's he leads he leads with with crosses at 161 crosses but it's like a terrible um success rate he made the third most assists in the premier league last season um i think he's the best of a weak bunch basically uh, because the premier league doesn't have very like good left backs M- matt matty target is good at villa i guess Ugh. but 
nobody pulls up trees. So, yeah, I, just, uh, I have one who, um, he was playing phenomenally. Um, and I think his injury resulted in the dip in form for his team, uh, is Luca Digne. Oh, um, yeah, 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 no, I, I, I he like he was flying at the beginning of this season, but so, um, okay, yeah, and then I don't think towards ACL. Yeah, he's but he's not the thing is he's the same as Andy Robertson. Like I don't think he's better than Andy Robertson. They do the same the same stuff. They cross a lot and they offer like great attacking threat and they're okay defenders. I think they're basically the same player. So I think okay. Luca Digne is a better defender than Robertson. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, possibly. Yeah. Also very good on set pieces. So Yeah, that's true. Robertson does not do that because it's Andrew Robertson, and he's just a shit house. So let's move yeah. swiftly on with that. Yeah, do I next? do have. Wait, uh, I do have my backup as Trent, um, just because I know I you'd like murder me if I didn't put him on my been, honorable mentions. He he's been, been awful. Yeah. He's been trash. Yeah. I mean, if if it was if it was for the whole if it, if you were doing what I'm doing, then you might put Trent in, but not for this season. Hell no, he's been yeah. terrible. So Robertson, Trent. Joe Gomez and Van Dyke have all been very poor this season. Well, yeah, Van Dyke's bad, not not his fault, I guess. Five games, yeah, but yeah, but also Joe Gomez also injured. So, but yeah, I mean Liverpool okay. are just a win season. So, okay, yeah, um, we'll see what happens. Do you want to go into the midfield? So, yeah, into the midfield. So I've I have got, it's a mess. A, yeah, I've got okay. So I've got, I've tried to go pretty balanced i mean it wouldn't work in real life but i've got a cm a cdm kind of and a cap okay Tom, um, what should i start i'll go first oh yeah i think two of these players that i have so i have like three positions in the midfield mm-hmm. and two players for each my my first player and my backup player okay um my two starting players in this 11 that I think are undeniable okay. are uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Bruno Fernandes. I have Bruno Fernandes too. Isn't it so strange how the Portuguese pronounce the name Fernandes? Yeah, I kind of like, like it. It blows my mind that it's Fernandes. Yeah, but... I like it. Um, yeah, and then oh, this is that Valencia winger, Gon. Gon- Gonzalo Gedge. It's like the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. But I it's think cool. De Bruyne, um, despite not having many open play goals, um, you can see how important he is. Uh just unreal vision passing. Yep. Composure. Um uh, played as a striker. One of the best players in the world. Yeah. Played as a striker versus uh Chelsea. Who did they just play against? Chelsea. Yeah. Played really well. So good. Um, and then Bruno Fernandes, while his goal scoring, oh I'll put an asterisk next to it um, because of all the penalties. penalties. Yeah. Uh, his assists speak for themselves. So And his goals. I mean, I know there's plenty of pens, but he's so good. He's such a good player. I mean, And sometimes he, he does really weird things where he'll like, who was it against that he tried to nutmeg someone, lost a ball, and it like led to a goal. But even when he's bad, he drags United to a victory. He's so good. I mean, if he if he if he kept this form up, I mean, Robert Lewandowski will probably win the Ballon d'Or next year or this he year, I guess. 
but yeah. But if Bruno Fernandes, like for example, United won the league or something, right? And and then Portugal went deep into Euro twenty twenty. Uh, he could feas- uh, he could feasibly win it. He's that good. I think. Oh well, yeah, when they vote for the blonde, or they just look how many goals, how many assists, and they're like, yeah, oh, they whoever are. got the highest, uh, well, that's yeah, who wins. Unless you're Modric, and then they just weirdly pick him. But yeah, I mean, he has he's scored 19 goals in 30 appearances since moving in January. This season, he has 11 and 16. He has seven assists this season. It's the leadership too. I think. I mean, that's something that United have been like sorely lacking. So. Yeah. I mean, he went from being assaulted by his own fans in Portugal yeah. to, uh, yeah, like untouchable. And although now he has to live in Manchester, so yeah, just sad for him. Do you want to go with your third midfielder then, and then I'll give my two others? Yeah, you might um, disagree with my classification of this player because I couldn't, I wasn't sure if to put him in forwards or put him in midfielders. But uh, I have Jack Grealish as my third oh, midfielder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And uh, he's a hard player to classify. He's kind of... Yeah, he is. He plays where he wants. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Okay. Jack Grealish. Fantastic player. Um, Okay, so I have... My two others are Thomas Socek and Pierre-Emil Hoiberg. Okay. Socek... Wait, really quickly. I think it is phenomenal that you put two West Ham players in your team of the season for a team that's in 10th place. No, but but I'm I'm putting okay, but I'm the mine was 2020. The year 2020. So you could probably They almost got like, relegated last season. Yeah, but so yeah, I get that, but but it's like I I want to put in players that are transformative to their teams. And you like undeniably Thomas Socek has been transformative. And also, I wanted to I told you like I said it's just a blend of like Breakout stars, objectively like players that should be in there, and then there's players I like that are also very good. I wanted to do, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just underrated with you. people. No, but I just I love Thomas Socek so much, and also he is he is very very good. I mean, I, he's he's got five goals so far. He wins the most aerial duels this season with he has like 98, which is like 25 more than second place or something. And I think I like the questions arise over. A bunch of his other stats but i think he might be one of those players where it's sort of something about like the aura he brings the, the you know how like winyaldum if you look at his stats he's a dreadful player but somehow he's super important to liverpool it's the same thing for me no hmm? yeah like Firmino and winyaldum like they they both have terrible like numbers but are incredible for, for some reason. Same thing with Socek, I would say. So, like, his tackle rate is terrible. His interception rate isn't good. Passing, he can't pass. Like, that kind of stuff. But I think he could be used by any team outside the top five to great effect. Like, even if he didn't start every match. He's, like, just one of those players. So, that's why I have him in. And with Pierre-Emil Hoibier, um, mainly just because he... He is it's just his passing is like he is so good. He's he um he's a great progressor of the ball, I think. Um so he'll just pick it up and like pass through the lines. Um uh he just seems like a really intelligent player and he adapts to like any system, so that's why he's in my team. Kind of unimaginative, but there you go. Yeah. Um I've three players who are kind of like the bench midfielders bench, or whatever. Yeah. Um 
I have James Ward Prowse, yeah. um, who just based on form, he's having a yeah. great season. Uh, Thomas Suchek, uh, who I really, 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 really rate. Um, I think he's a phenomenal player. I know. I know. Um, and Ilke Gundawan. Yes, uh, yes. He's yes. Is so on a tear. He like. He's on one. No one can stop him right now. Yeah, it's like he's like really good friends with Mesa Urso, and it's like he's he decided that if his friend can't play, he'll have to like play for him. He's been so good this season. Yeah, uh, is it confirmed that Utsil's going to Turkey? Um, no, but he's he posted something on Instagram where he was like clearly in Turkey, so I'm assuming he's on his way. Okay, do you want to move to the forwards? Let's do it. I'll get one of mine out of the way immediately. I have Jack Grealish at left wing. Um, okay, that's sort of where he plays this season. He can slot in anywhere, obviously. I mean, it's he just speaks for himself. He's so good. I mean, yeah. Found his way into the England team. Um, he draws fouls. Drift five. I mean, anyone who's watched him play knows why he's in the team. So, ciao, Jack Grealish, I guess. Absolute wanker. Yeah. But, you know, great football player. It so. works for him, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, you um, give, me, give me one of your players. We'll go one for one on these. Okay, so I have four strikers and two players who often play as strikers um, in my forward positions. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll start with my most obvious one, Harry Kane. Yeah, me too. Um, Imperious, and then frightening. Yes, yeah. with Harry Kane, I also have Hyung Min Son. Yeah, I have Son too. So you've okay. So then okay, yeah. We I had Son and Kane. Those are my two. Son on the right wing. I even made a note that it was slightly cheeky, but I think positioning is out the window as it probably should be. I shouldn't have been so orthodox. And Kane, they're like telepathic. These two, it's ridiculous. I saw the stat that it's like um, goals and assists between two players. Uh, Son and Kane have like eleven between the two of them, and the next closest is uh, maybe Dominic Calvert Lewin and Richarlison at like six. Son has 12 goals and 5 assists in the Premier League and Harry Kane has 10 goals and 11 assists in the Prem. So, uh, kind of scary, honestly. And you know what the impressive thing about, I think, with Kane is that he showed, like, a a real intelligence, like, footballing intelligence to adapt so quickly to this weird new role he plays where he drops so deep. I mean, we never, he got, like, two assists last season in all competitions or something ridiculous. So I'm, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think it's great. It, it's, it's, it's unfair. A, it's, yeah, it's like a cheat code at times, and it's so odd to see these teams that are still, like, letting them do it. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, there's a, like, I know you're a big FIFA player, so, um, if you remember, uh, on Ultimate Team, how like a few years ago everyone would just convert Harry Kane to a midfielder, um, and play him as like a CDM. Because his passing was so good. Yeah, I don't um, actually play old. He's doing that in real life right now. Yeah, I know it's it's yeah it's like it's it is literally like FIFA. Like these two are like it's just like playing with them on FIFA. It's it's great. Yeah. All right. Um, who's your third attacker? No, yeah, that was it for me. Jack Grealish, Son. Oh, Harry sorry. Kane. You're good. Okay. But I mean, I can come the... up with another one. Dominic Calvert Lewin, I would probably put in there just because he scored so many goals this season. 
Yeah, so I'll start with um, on the right wing. Um, kind of an interesting choice. I was like, really, I was looking at all the players I could put in the forward positions. I was like, yeah. does he really deserve to make it? Mm-hmm. Um, and I went with him because of, I think his importance to his team. Um, okay, yeah. I have Jamie Vardy. Yeah, I get that. I get that. There's yeah. lots of pens, but you know. It's yeah, but Vardy. like, he's such an icon. You can't yeah. put him in. He's he has so like 11. He's like right up there in the. I mean, Salah's probably going to win the Golden Boot, but for somehow at age 34, almost 35. He's 35 tomorrow, actually. Um, 11 assists, five yeah. goals. 11 goals, five assists. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Did I read the other yeah. word? Yep. Okay, sorry. And two and two in the Europa League, so I mean he's just ridiculous. I don't. I hope he never slows um, down. I hope he. I hope he retires on at on the top. You know. Yeah. Um. I also have uh, Mohamed Salah on the right behind Vardy, yeah. Dominic Calvert Lewin behind Kane in the middle, and Danny Ings behind yes. Youngman Son on the left. Ings. Danny Ings, I could have put in. That would have definitely worked as a like twenty twenty pick the year 2020 so yeah Shout out i think i mean you see the difference when southampton have him versus when they don't have him. yeah he's so good oh my god he's so good he's such yeah. a he's got such a good shot on him that's the thing you could possibly possibly have marcus rashford on the bench he's been he's been pretty important to united this season i think scored the same amount of goals as danny ings in the prem six and six in the champions league pretty pretty impressive goal scoring i think but yeah, sure. Do you have a manager? Yes, I do. I reckon we might and, have the uh, same one. But, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. I have two, so okay. of course. Okay. So. Of course. Yeah. A, okay, a my manager. starting. Yep, a bench manager, a reserve side mm-hmm. manager. Um, my manager of the season is Ralph Hasenhutl. Yeah, so so is mine. Yeah, Ralph Hasenhutl. It's easy, easy pick. Massively overachieving, um, yeah. with a relatively weak squad, they can go up against anyone and still perform. They sat top of the table for yeah. a good few matches this season. So, yeah. no, I. Um, it's also for me, just like the in the broader sense, just implementing this whole new culture at Southampton, who pride themselves on having like a good quote unquote footballing culture already, but. You know, he wrote that whole book for them. He seems to have, like revolutionize the way that they approach being in the Premier League. Also, um, when they beat Liverpool, that was the first time that Ralph Hasenhutl's ever beat Jurgen Klopp, and they did their badges together, which I thought was a kind of cool step. Yeah. Speaking of Jurgen Klopp, I have him mm. as my reserve yeah. side manager. Um, Makes sense. I don't rate Klopp as much as other people do. Um, mm. I think a lot of people could succeed with a 500 million pound squad. Um, yeah. But I think with the injuries that Liverpool have and the fact that they're still top, that he deserves props for that. And that's I mean, the only time I will compliment Jurgen Klopp. I don't know. I mean, like, I think it's kind of not to call you out, but I think it's kind of like trendy to the same thing is happening with Pep Guardiola, right? It's kind of trendy to be like, Ah, oh, they're not that good, or you know, that overrated. I really don't think they are. I think they're like revolutionary managers, because if you just look at it in the again the broader sense, like the 
the cultural change that a manager like Klopp has brought to Liverpool, despite all oh, yeah, the money, is like that is hilarious. Yeah, I miss I miss when Liverpool were like exactly the, what right? Arsenal are now. Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty impressive. So, I mean, yeah, it's taken him a while to do it, but I don't think there's many managers in the world that could do that. Like these top-rated managers, like I don't know. Allegri, like I, I don't back Allegri to do that to to a club. I mean, you know, in the short term, or Jose Mourinho, right? Like they're not going to do that. But there are some managers like Klopp and Pep Guardiola and clearly Ralph Hasenhutl that can do it. So I think that's why they sort of they're a caliber apart. But yeah, yeah, I'm cool. kind of surprised you didn't pick Chris Wilder as your manager of the season. <laughs> as manager of 2020, yeah, no, you can't though. Even as like obviously not as the season right now, you couldn't even do it for 2020 because of this this season but i mean without this season you would probably have to pick chris wilder because he guided a what is a obviously a, a horrible sheffield united side to like whatever he did in the premier league which was amazing so yeah okay do you want to that was fun I, I very much enjoyed that do you yeah, it was interesting move on to some transfer shouts yes are we doing um how do you want to do this so like uh 20 january 2021 transfers and completed i i so okay i could have been very unclear again i meant this as like some players that i would like to see move to a club or something or just like what who i think arsenal should buy in january 2021 that's that's what i went nobody for. nobody yeah exactly that, but that's that's what i went for i i also like I picked out like a player that I think Newcastle should go in for just because I thought it, you might find it fun. That, that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't know what you did. Interesting. So I have more uh, talking about players who um, like transfers that have already occurred oh, okay, um, yeah. and some potential ones. Um, so it's a good blend. It's fine. Yeah. I just, there, yeah, there haven't been that many um, transfers in January so far, so. Do you want to start with those then? And then I can give you some of the players that I have picked out that I think should move. Yeah, I have some interesting... So Okay, so I'll start with um, Wolves loaning mm. out Ruben Vinagre. Yeah. Which I was very confused by because I was under the impression that he's a pretty important player for them. So... Um, but. They they loaned him out to Olympiacos at the beginning of the season, though. So he just came back, and then they loaned him out. And to, they loaned him out again. Yeah, loaned him out again. You can yeah. tell I and haven't watched much Wolves. He he like moved to Olympiacos, and then Holabas. You remember Jose Holabas? Like yeah. he's like thirty six, and he's like bench. Like he literally couldn't get past him. So he's made like two appearances for Olympiacos. Interesting. I was yeah, impressed by him of, last season. I know it's kind of odd, right? He, it's like he's really fallen down. Like Olympiacos is a that's the Greek league. Like, I don't know what he's doing there. So I guess playing the Portuguese league is a little bit better, but yeah, I, I found that kind of strange too. Yeah. Did you see that? Um, the, he, he's a striker for, oh, I'm blanking on their name. I can see their, their badge, but I can't see their name. Um, a Belgian striker in the Belgian league. Um, he's trying to force a move to Olympiacos. So he showed up to training in a oh, yeah. Anderlecht, uh, his uh, an Anderlecht Rival. kit, um, and then they locked him out. And there's some great pictures of him like 
furiously checking all the doors trying to get into the building yeah so um strange. yeah um yeah for a very non-premier league uh, talking point um back to the premier league west ham selling sebastian heller yeah yep yep gave, mean, gave up on the uh yeah gave up we gave up on him um Moyes was like basically he admitted that it was completely out of the blue the bid so west ham felt that they had to take it because they weren't expecting anyone to pay anything for sebastian Alla. and then Moyes was like i it was it's like a pretty like amicable parting where Moyes was like it's probably best for him good luck bye but then Moyes was like oh yeah we don't know what the hell we're doing in the transfer window but we'll try our best to get in good players so that's fantastic so i think josh king will come through the door yeah i was gonna say do you want to use that as your segue to who you think west ham will bring in I mean, I think we we will bring in Josh King, but the fact that he's played he played yesterday or whatever for Bournemouth, he scored twice in the FA Cup, um, means that the deal is definitely nowhere near close, which is very concerning because we have no players. We we have Antonio, and then like Yarmolenko will have to go up there if Antonio inevitably gets injured again. Um, I don't even know what to say about Josh King. Uh, it it was. It would be okay, I guess. Um, if we put him on like a two-year contract, uh, I wouldn't be mad. Uh, I don't think he would do much other than provide backup for Antonio. Um, he'd probably suit our system much better because he's fast and he can press well, uh, which Alaya like clearly couldn't do. And obviously, you know, like he did legitimately almost move back to Manchester United a few seasons ago because um, he was really good for Bournemouth um, up until last season. So. I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't love it. Uh, it'd be kind of a West Ham esque transfer, but it probably won't even happen anyway. So, you should use the twenty million you got for Haller uh, on Joe Linton, and then yeah, <laughs> all your problems will be solved. I yeah. So, do you want me to talk about some other? Wait, I've got a, I got a few. Um, okay. Robert Snodgrass leaving West Ham for West Brom. That's a good. Move. I know you're a little heartbroken. I just think he's um, so underappreciated as a West Ham player. So, and I think he's really good. So, good luck to him. Charlie Austin returning yeah. to QPR on loan. It's pretty have big you, for QPR. I've seen that man play football recently. He cannot run. He's, like he, has, he has no knees. It's ridiculous. He's a brick of a human being. He's so, he can't run. He literally cannot run. It's, I've never seen something, anything like it. I'm pretty sure I'm faster than him. It's it's ridiculous. But, you know, QPR, he was really good for them, so. Yeah. Um, and then I don't really have any other things to talk about other than Arsenal loaning out um, Sead Kolasinac and William Saliba. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Schalke win with him inside. Yeah. Sad to see Kola go from the Premier League. He's like a good... Yeah. Ryan Shawcross esque, uh, like super dirty I, I asshole that. player. I love, I love him, but I think he, I, he'll just be happier in the Bundesliga. I mean, he's only on loan, I'm pretty sure. So I'm sure he'll come back and then move somewhere else in the Bundesliga. He's he, he yeah. suits that, like yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll say a couple of. So I basically did moves I think should should happen slash I would like to see happen. 
Um, I'll just rattle through them. So I said Emi Buendia to Arsenal. I think he'd solve a lot of problems, um, especially because he can play on the right and Willian and Pepe are terrible. Um, I want to see Diego Costa to Wolves because it will be a shit show because he's horrible. Um, and I think that's nailed on. I feel like he's definitely going to move to Wolves. Um, I think that Deli Ali should move to PSG, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think it would just be fun to see like a England player move to a high-profile league. And obviously, there's a mutual love between him and Pochettino. I, uh, Odson Edouard, I thought he could maybe move to West Ham. He'd be a good replacement. Oof. He'd fill that uh, hole. Except, you know, I don't love the fact that he... I mean, he's super highly rated, but it's the, also the Scottish League, so no, I guess. I, I, we've we've seen players come from the Scottish League and be really good. Like Adam Arm, Armstrong. Uh, is that his name? Armstrong? At, the Newcastle um, youngster? At Southampton. Is that his name? It oh, is. yeah. Scott. No, it's not. It's Scott Armstrong. Something. I don't know what it is. Um, Adam Armstrong is the ex Newcastle. Yeah. yeah, he plays for Blackburn. I'd like to see him come, but that's beside the point. Armstrong for Southampton. He came from Celtic, and he's been excellent for Southampton. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go to that. We can talk a little bit about this one. What do you feel about? You're you're definitely gonna hate this. Gibral Sidibe to Newcastle. Hate it. Um, okay. nice, Newcastle nice. is rumored. DeAndre Yedlin's trying to leave. Um, yeah. That leaves us with someone Steve Bruce does not rate in Javi Macchio. Um, so I could see it happening. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think Sidibe was very good for Everton last season. And if he's no. not good enough. No. If he's not good in the Premier League for Everton, he's certainly not going to be good in the Premier League for Newcastle. That's true. Oh, I just Googled but, him, and apparently you're kind. There's rumors. Actually, hey, wow, I'm... I, sh- I should be an agent. Uh, apparently you're kind of rumored to be in for him. So, there you go. I'd be really impressed because uh, all unfortunately, the only rumors for Newcastle I'm hearing are Jesse Lingard and Phil Jones in on loan. That um, makes that that makes that would make me at, literally despair as a Newcastle fan. So I don't know what I would do. I, I'm yeah, just I'm, pray. I would shed a tear. I, I'm, I, I'm literally praying for you. I mean, that's just awful. Yeah, all the names we've been linked to have been horrible. It's like yeah, Bill it's, Jones, I mean, Jesse Lingard, um, Rob Holding, Josh King. Josh King, yeah, all these awful players. I mean, like we're we're kindred. Marcus Rojo. My stand fans are kindred spirits in that respect. That just horrible transfers constantly. So, yeah, and then like scattered with a couple amazing ones, like Socek and So Foul to your Alan Saint Maximan and like whoever. So, all right then, that was fun. Little transfer. Maybe we can do like a transfer wrap up segment at the end of January. Yeah, we definitely should. Because yeah. um, I really want to see what happens with Ozil. Yes, uh, I, I think he'll go to Fenner. So, How I, much I longer he does he have on his contract? Uh, till the end of this season? No, till the end... No, 2022, right? I think. I mean, I... I could really see him just sitting on it. I don't think he cares. I think he does. I think he kind of cares. I think he wants to play now. He's been sitting on it for so long. Um, oh yeah, I he made enough money. 
too. Yeah, exactly. I saw him linked with DC United, and that made me want to cry. Like, he's too good to play in the MLS. I would love that. I would too, but in like four years. He's only like 32. He he should not be playing in the MLS. Definitely not. I oh, would wait. love... Contract expires like now, 2021. In, in okay. June. Yeah, He's, yeah I could see. A little bit of money. Interesting. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of it. I can't believe he's played for Arsenal since 2013. That's amazing. So he's been playing forever. It's 2006. Wow. So oh yeah, he like he signed for Real Madrid when he was like 18, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He made. Uh, yeah, he should have for long. Anyway, let's not go down a mess of us or rabbit hole. Um. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to move on to? Or do you want to stop Craig? And then... Yeah, let's uh, give Craig a break. Let him, hey, Craig. Uh, you know, recuperate. Yeah, get a cup of coffee or whatever. Yeah. All right. We'll be back in one second.